We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Football Podcasts are presented to you by Yahoo Daily Fantasy. It is a monstrous week over at Yahoo, a $1 million guaranteed prize pool tournament, but the best thing about it, a quarter of a million dollars in guaranteed overlay. That's right. That means they're only going to have $750,000 max in entries, but they're paying out a million bucks. So make sure you go on over to Yahoo, sign up, use that promo code GRINDERS30 for a $30 matching deposit bonus on your first deposit. Great week to check them out. Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports. What's the dog's name? Phil. Phil. We're, we're recording. We're live. we're live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I am your host, Chris Kirkwood. Known as Kirk Bees in the industry, I'm here with my two boys, as usual, Brett Hartfield, Killer B2482, uh, Yahoo Cup leader, still going, and multi-multi-millionaire uh, entrepreneur, uh, John Suravian, JSU Rab. Uh, how's it going, fellas? I'm doing well. Probably not as good as uh, JSU. He's uh, he's coming like from a hotel in Fort Lauderdale. So we'll see how uh, he's already gone. Uh, dropped off his connection a few times here. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see if it can last for the show. Yeah, I missed everything you guys said. Well, you, to, you gotta listen tomorrow. To it to me. Yeah, I'll have to listen to it tomorrow. Um, yeah, so I'm here in Florida still for the people doing this pod even though hopefully my internet holds up but doing it for you guys if you're listening out there you know (laughs) root for me this weekend as I hopefully can pull out a victory in this championship but you know as Kurt said or probably said you know f him he's you know he's already rich so I started in I, I introduced you as multi-millionaire uh entrepreneur to, to, <laughs> and what is the what is the prize pool and uh what what's uh what's it for first place 
Uh, first place is two million. I know that. Um, the prize pool, I off the top of my head, I do not know, but it's it's pretty big. It's pretty big. I think. How, the, how many the, entries? I have one. Yeah, but how many are total in there? Uh, 180. Right. There's 180, and I think there's 105 like uh, people here. So, hmm. you know, that, you know, there's some multi-entry. I was told that there wasn't many people who maxed out entries, though. There might be like a couple. That's it. Well, uh, good luck. We're rooting for you. Take I mean, this. This is a beautiful slate. It's like I haven't seen a slate this good in a long time. Um, so this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. Um, actually, this is this slate is so gross that we need a sweat to follow like you. So that'll that'll help uh, help us out here. Um, I had a good week last week, man. Um, how'd you guys do? Uh, it was it was a good week for me. I broke even on uh, Yahoo, but then one on my other three sites. So. Um, Anytime I can go 3-0-1, oh, uh, I'm pretty happy about it. So I uh, crushed one of the sites and then uh, had small wins on uh, DraftKings and FanDuel. So uh, I'll take it. Yeah, uh, for me, it was a down week. Um, the only bright side to my week was I did have Mari Cooper. Um, oh, man, so who was looking I, great at halftime, huh? Unbelievable, yeah. Thanks. But he kind of saved some of my lineups, but I, I still ended up uh, – I, I did lose on the weekend. Man, so I, I went TY everywhere, so I was feeling great. And I even I recommended TY and Cash on crunch time, TY. I mean, anyway, so I, uh, I hucked my phone at the wall um, during that Dallas Cowboys game, and it <laughs> shat the whole – I thought the whole thing shattered. Um, and my girlfriend was horrified. Although then she said she really wasn't that horrified that she's seen a lot worse than that. So the, the best um, part too is not only did you say your girlfriend was horrified in text message, but you, you then said like your dog was like looking at you like, Oh, my dog got scared. He was scared. Yeah. And then he was like quiet. He like curled up into the corner. Then we started talking about smashing computers. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. We started talking about who's smashing computers. Brett had a friend who had smashed like 10, 10 laptops. He sent us a picture of it. I sent him a text message computers. right after I heard that story. I'm like, hey, you got to send me that uh, picture of all the laptops broken. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, I, I got a better one, but I couldn't find it. He had like all the laptops stacked up, like seriously, 10, <laughs> 10 laptops stacked up, and they're all like just mangled left and right just because of online Oh, true story. I, I smashed one laptop in my day, and when I I just like to say that I did it right. I did it like a bat, like a like I was uh, Yasiel Puig, and it was uh, shattering the bat over my knee. I took the thing and just cracked it right on my knee when I lost a huge pot that was like an eighteen thousand dollar online pot, and uh, to like some bowl, you know. Oh, that's great. And, uh, yeah, so that was that was bad. But other than that, um, only one. So your friend takes the cake there. I gave a uh, I gave a nice straight straight punch. Yeah, shattered the screen. You know, it was just a it's a one it was a one and done for me. You so you like did it better. You did it better on your only. Computer. Well, and I did it. I, you, it's it's like it's flappy. So I did it on the screen part because that's when you have. So I took put it right to my knee and I just went. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like you're breaking a bat, but yeah. instead, 
The thing is, like, after you do something like that, do you feel good? Or is it no. like, man, I'm an idiot? <laughs> you, no, you it kind of makes you laugh a little bit, like, yeah. to yourself, like, a, but what, what an animal you are. But, like... <laughs> like, you can't control your emotions. Yeah. But, like, no, you feel terrible. You're just... It doesn't, doesn't really cure it. It's like if you punch a wall or something, like, then yeah. your, your hand just hurts. Like right, a, and you just destroyed some property that you're going to have to replace. Yeah, it's stupidity. Um, but anyway, we're not going to be doing that this weekend unless, uh, JSU, if you lose in brutal fashion, um, <laughs> we, some, you should break a laptop. I'm going to throw my laptop off the 24th uh, balcony, which yes. is high up. So it's, that's pretty far up. So just it'll don't kill, just don't kill somebody. All right. Yeah. So we're th- this week 15. <clears throat> I mean, it's crazy, yeah. right? That we're here already. Um, man, what a season. So. This slate is disgusting. And it, what's even grosser is the, the little Saturday slate. Um, so we're, you know, we don't have to talk about that. But we've got 11 games here. Um, we don't have the big total games anymore, except we do have the New England-Pittsburgh uh, big total games. But um, it doesn't feel like that one's going to be like a fantasy bonanza um, by any means, at least to me. Um, we've got uh, the Bengals and the Raiders game. Two terrible kind of teams right there, you know, but that game could could potentially go off there. And then you've got like a bunch of tough matchups. And then we have the uh, the Colts and the Cowboys um, with a 47 and a half. I think that's going to get a lot of ownership. But, man, there's just so many gross games like Jacksonville, Redskins, Giants, Tennessee. Um, I mean, what do you guys think? I, I got one question for JSU, and this is going to go back to the championship. Do they do they lock lineups right when the first kickoff, or are you so able to? I, I from past times when I had the NFL championship back in like yep. 2015, they did lock at one. Right. Yep. So I'm assuming that that's the case. I, you know, I'm gonna because it's an interesting slate where you have only two later games, right? But right. Um, it, it's going to be tough to obviously play any questionable guys in those later games, like in your circumstance, if they lock uh, right at noon. But. Right. Like if Doug Baldwin's questionable going Correct. into like that game, that's, it's going to be tough to, you know, the, play that's a guy. That's the one guy that I was looking at too is Baldwin. Right. And like, and, and also it's going to be tough to like play like a David Moore, you know, or someone like that. If like Doug Baldwin was out, you could kind of pivot an upgrade, you know, somewhere, but it's tough to do that. Um, yeah. So I just looked it up. There's no late swap. Okay. Yeah. And there's plenty of questionable guys in that Seattle San Fran game where you're going to want to know who's in and who's out. And if they're, if they don't report that until 90 minutes before game time, which, you know, that's pretty standard. You won't be able to do the pivots. I'm team no late swap anyway. Oh, I'm a fan of late swap. You got to in a tournament setting, like especially if you um, are having a like a bad cash uh, lineup. Like I, oh yeah, I, I get it all. I just hate late swap. I just like to be able to like. I, I was team no no late swap always. Um, I'm fine. I, I'll deal with it. I just but it's like it just adds another dimension that like for you to get mad at. Like for me, switching Chris Middleton in for Jason Tatum everywhere, then Middleton busting. Or like Giannis busting then. It just like then it gives you something to be mad at. I had a successful late swap on Yahoo last week. Um, there were like guys that had me boxed out in lots of spots uh, with 
a $12 wide receiver uh, left. And so that was what I assumed was Taylor Gabriel. So I swapped out to Josh Reynolds and Reynolds like outscored him by like three or four points enough for me to uh, jump these guys in tournaments, which was huge. Nice. Yeah. Appreciate the uh, story there. Um, all right, this is a terrible slate, but let's get going. Go, um, all right. So what, what are we? What are you guys' thoughts on the, old, on the on the big picture from the slate perspective? I think it's disgusting. Yeah. So if we're talking quarterbacks again, I think this week both running quarterbacks are actually in play because it's such a bad slate. So that means Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Um, now Josh Allen, I think he becomes more in play just because of the uh, the running game there. Uh, both McCoy McCoy hasn't been practicing, so. Uh, there's a there's a chance that they're down to uh, a Chris Ivory uh, here. So um, he was limited, I guess, today. But um, I don't know. It, do you guys do you guys uh, think this whole Josh Allen running is for real? Uh, oh, I know it's for real. I've he's watched, not getting as many attempts. Have you right? watched him play? It's a hundred percent for real. So he just runs for his life. If he doesn't have like the the first receiver that he's like zoned in on to like pass to he just starts running and yeah, uh he doesn't even get to his second yeah he does progression or it looks like it just looks like he... and he can run right yeah he's he actually unless we we lost you there jsu uh, oh okay he had he had like uh what's so he's got 69 attempts in the last uh two weeks um but he's only he's only run the ball Nine times, nine times, thirteen times. So I think I think his efficiency numbers are way too high. Like in comparison to a uh, Lamar Jackson, where I think he's running the ball so much that there's a higher likelihood of him getting that hundred yard threshold. But it's so weird how we're in a <laughs> we're in a slate where we're looking at basically uh, two quarterbacks that are running style quarterbacks being you know highly owned. In order to make an opinion on him. You can't look at the numbers. I understand what you're saying. You got to watch the tape, and you'll understand. Like you watch one, watch the game with him. You understand. It's like different. So it's like people want to like keep fading him for like his that. Oh, it's it's he's not gonna keep doing this, whatever. But I think he absolutely is. It's just it's just the way that their offense is right now. So and he does have actually a really strong arm where you kind of have to. Um, you, you still have to kind of stay back if you're a corner uh, or even a safety. Whereas I think Lamar Jackson, you're starting to get uh, safeties coming up uh, trying to defend against the run because he's run so often. And maybe that's why uh, Josh Allen has been more efficient with his runs. But um, I don't know. What else What else at quarterback are you guys looking at? I mean, I mean like, uh, are we thinking that the chalk is going to be like Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen? Um, not in tournaments per se, because I think, um, <clears throat> I think in tournaments, you really want to uh, pair your quarterback up with a wide receiver and Lamar Jackson. I don't think you can uh, pair up uh, with a wide receiver confidently. Josh Allen, I think, um, you can still pair up cause he's still attempting, uh, to throw the ball, uh, often enough. I think on like different, like different site, like Yahoo or something, Lamar Jackson's going to be popular, but I don't think he's going to be, get any ownership on draft games really. I don't yeah, think there's he, a chalk guy uh, up top. Like, I don't think there's going to be a guy that goes, you know, for I feel like the Pittsburgh game, the guys are going to be just really high owned. So I feel like yep. Brady and, and then, Roethlisberger and then, are going to get a lot of love. And Andrew um, Luck. Okay, I don't think Andrew Luck's going to be chalk. 
Um, I think it's just a, a, a game script where it's a run first team in Dallas. They bleed the clock a lot. It's just, I don't, I don't know if people love to take QBs against Dallas. Their defense is pretty good. Um, I, don't, I don't think he'll be chalked. I, I, I think he'll be actually low owned, um, really low owned. I think, I think guys to look at though are like Kirk Cousins and Mr. Trubisky. I think those are two guys that are really interesting. Uh, Kirk, I'm going to ask you Kirk Cousins. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. They're getting a new offensive coordinator. I yeah, feel you like know Adam, why? You want to know why? Uh, hold on. I feel like Adam Thielen is the game plan this weekend, all right? Getting him the ball in the very beginning as opposed to getting him his first touch in the second half of a game when they should be targeting him the whole time and every time they get in the red zone, all right? This is the game plan. I'm telling you right now. Let me tell you right now. This is this is Zimmer. Zimmer, all he wants to do is run and play tough defense. That's who he is. He's fired his offensive coordinator so he can now run Dalvin Cook all game and just play strong defense. I understand. It's fine. Dalvin Cook's fine. I like the that. matchup is good. Like, and it's also against a team that they should be able to beat easily. So the matchup is good. Um, I actually think that Diggs is the play if you have to pick a, a wide receiver, but we can talk about that later. But I think this is just going to be the most disgusting. Kirk, first of all, I think Kirk Cousins is – if anybody actually thinks he's good, they're just wrong. He's so overrated. But I don't even think he's overrated anymore. I think people understand. He just – it was a volume thing with him. His efficiency has always been terrible. And it's – it's he's not very good. But they're going to just run this and – and it's going to bleed clock. It's going to be a defensive, disgusting game, and I just don't see any upside. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like they're going to try and put points up against Miami. I think they're going to open I, I, up I, I, a little I, I, bit. I mean, Miami, uh, let's see, the Dolphins, they're dead last in yards per play. So um, I guess I don't know uh, where I want to um, invest in the passing game or the run game. I kind of agree can we, with – Can we stop saying invest? We gamble, okay? <laughs> we freaking gamble. Let's call yeah, it what it is. You. I'm Let's with call you. it what it Let's is. This, it. Isn't, this, I love isn't it. this isn't the S&P 500. All right, so where we would like to gamble, either on the run game or the pass game, I do agree with Chris that um, they're going to try to instill the run game a little bit more. I mean, Delvin Cook has seriously uh, gotten no more than 13 carries the last, like, eight weeks. So yep. and that's, why they fi- that's why they fired their offensive coordinator. And they sure. should be firing him because Adam Thielen got one target in like a half right. or no targets. I can't even remember. Quarterback, quarterback matchup-wise, they both get, I mean, easy kick. Um, Bobby, McClain and, Bobby McCain and then Torrey McTire. Um, I mean, these guys are terrible. So, I, I mean, I, I'm going to want to have decent exposure to both of those wide receivers. For sure. So, I listened to the Greg Cosell podcast today. And he, they were talking about they think that they're going to put Minka Fitzpatrick on Thielen because that's just what teams do. And if that's the case, Diggs is going to have just the easiest matchup. And it's just going to be anytime they want to go to Diggs, they can. So that was kind of my thought there for him. In the, in, and I'm a, I'm a big Diggs guy anyway in general. Minka, they've moved around on the year, huh? So he can, he can go in the slot. Because uh, Xavier Howard's out of – you know, been out of practice and it looks like he's going to be out again. Sure. It's interesting. Um, yeah, 
I would keep uh, I'd keep an eye on that situation because I mean these other corners just are, are terrible. So it's a it's a definite spot that you want to have exposure to in a slate that's really bad. Yeah, I agree. Yep, uh, that's how bad no. it is that we started off with Kirk Cousins. Um, no, uh, right. Mitchell Trubisky love. No, yes, anyone? Not really. I nope. I don't think I'm going to go there. Uh, home against the Packers, I think this is just kind of a – I don't know. It Now that it's December in Chicago, I just feel like this is going to be more of a, a ground type of game against the Packers. Um, I, I could see a little little. Yeah, I have a little what bit. What about of Mitchell Trubisky on the ground? He can run. It's true. I, I like his I like his running upside, and I think he's just I, I I don't think he's that bad of a fantasy quarterback. I think I think it's not a bad matchup. Um, Green Bay's gonna score. I don't care what anyone says. Green like Chicago's D is amazing. It, it, it is. It's the best defense in the league. And it's, not, it's not even it's not even close right now. It's the best defense in the league. But Aaron Rodgers can still put up, you know, two touchdowns, three touchdowns, make it you know, somewhat of a game where Chicago has to put up, you know, multiple touchdowns to stay ahead of them. So uh, I, this, I think this is a rematch from the, uh, the one, one legged Aaron Rodgers comeback victory. Remember that in the beginning? Yep. Of the season? Yep. And the bears were handling them in the first half. Yep. Absolutely dominating. That was like Khalil Mack coming back with like what yep. three sacks in the first half. And then he got shut out in the second half. I mean, let's just go. Like, every game is just horrible. So, we've got the Falcons who just – I mean, they're playing the Cardinals. So, like, that should be a good spot, right? So, I'll give you a take. Like, I don't know how popular on this slate, just because uh, the running backs are priced so highly. But Zeke's at 9K. I really – I think I think uh, Dak Prescott is a good buy at 5,500 um, in Indy. Um, good gamble. You know, I've I've already brought up that. Bye. We need the uh, the, the Jim Craver up. What, what was that? That's that show on CNBC. Yeah, uh, some money. Um, yeah, the button. The button. Bye. Bye. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Colts are still the fastest team in uh, seconds per play. Uh, so this is a spot where I would expect uh, Dallas to get more plays uh, on the uh, than their seasonal average here. Uh, so I don't know a spot where I think they're going to have to pass uh, a lot more. So, I mean, always good when a team has to kind of, um, come from behind. So expect, uh, the Cowboys to have to pass, which is also good for Zeke. We've seen how much Zeke is a part of this offense. I mean, the, the amount of opportunity that he got last week was ridiculous. Um, didn't get in the end zone yet. He was still the, um, the highest, uh, I think highest point total uh, on DK. Uh, for Zeke so one thing with Zeke too and um, I brought this up last week with Tyrone Smith um, and I think it definitely made a difference Zach Martin's uh, injured right now so I would make sure to double check that news Uh, that's a big loss if he doesn't play this week not say Zeke's still a good play but he's much better with Zach Martin uh-oh. on that field. So if he's out, that's that's a big loss. Just talking about Zach Martin and how yeah. if he's out, it's a big loss. Yeah. We, we caught that. We caught that. Okay. Just a little chopper. Yeah. Hey, oh. we got my dog. My dog. Hey, Phil. Yes. Get, over here. Relax. Get Phil on the pod. 
Um, Phil needs to sit on the lap of Kirk the yeah, entire show. There he is. So are we are we sticking at quarterback here, or do we want to hop on over to running back? I mean, it's I, did we find a good quarterback? No, we, in this we whole did. conversation. Uh, so, so I mean, I tried to bring up Matt Ryan. Any thoughts there? Just because it's the. I mean, I think that uh, it's the it's Arizona, and they're just right. awful. Arizona, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that Arizona is it's not like an amazing matchup, but they're at home and uh I think Te- Tevin's uh Coleman even though I I can't stand his usage like in the running game, I think he's going to get some passing work. I think the running back's going to get some looks. Don't be surprised if they use him in the screen game, you know, Patrick uh Peterson covering Julio Jones. Um, so yeah. I, I could see Tevin Coleman in the passing game. Uh, that's a deep like tournament play, obviously, but yeah, Sanu as well. Yeah, so you have Sanu. to keep you have to have like Arizona keep pace in this game, and I just don't see that happening very often. Um, but if you are going to run out an Atlanta stack, I think you got to bring it back with a DJ. Uh, I think David Johnson's banged up. Yeah, well, he is. I mean, he's questionable. Uh, I know. I I, so I I just don't. I'm I'm just getting off. I'm just off of this. uh... All right. Why am I on David Johnson the week when you guys aren't? You guys are David Johnson. I'm not a David Johnson guy. I can't take it anymore. It's the matchup, though. It's just the. It's just. It's the same thing with the Chiefs. The the only game. It's just that they're 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 literally they have like a practice squad offensive line. Hey, last week, I finally got 10 targets, right? Eight catches, 12 yards. I mean, what? It's, their line is so awful. Oh, so brutal. Um, um, I mean, we can't – so we can – there's so many other brutal games. So, Lamar is definitely in play, I think, although Tampa defense is getting better. Um, no one's really talking about that. The I don't know. I mean, I, mean, can't, I, I can't do say Mariota, can you? I think Roethlisberger will be the chalk here at 6,600. Yeah, now that he's, I'm looking. he's banged up too. I'll give you a cheap quarterback that we can go with. Uh, Nick Mullins, he is a solid quarterback. Um, he did have a good game, even though a lot of it came in garbage against Seattle. Um, and he did struggle a little bit through that game, but he did end up having a good fantasy game in the end. Uh, against Seattle, and I, I think you could see him now. He's at home. Um, Seattle can definitely keep pace. Like Russell Wilson can definitely score um, on the San Francisco team, so I, I don't think that'll be an issue. Um, and I like his some of his weapons, and they're cheap. So if you want like a cheap stack, you know, if you're paying up for the Zeeks and you know the Saquons or the Thielens, Antonio Browns. You're going to need, you know, you might need, you know, a salary saver, quarterback, wide receiver combo. You can get that um, with Mullins. So I, I don't mind Mullins in tournaments. This is a game that happened two weeks ago, uh, and it was uh, 59 points, 43 to 16. Um, Mullins did go over 400 yards, two touchdowns. So it's a spot at home where you'd think like they would be um, more likely to keep this thing close. I don't mind it just because of the lack of options. That's what I mean. There's no, there's no really good options. So it's like, why not dumpster dive? You know, right? For you, like where your lineup is locked, it's going to be tough unless you get for sure confirmation on the whole Doug Baldwin uh, news to stack right. this game. Um, even right. on San Fran, you look at their uh, positional players. You got Pettis questionable, Marquise Goodwin questionable, Matt Breda 
is now questionable. So like, you don't know what that running back situation is looking like. The wide receivers, you don't know the health of that. So I think Brady's on track love, to play. I would love Brady to play. I think that just causes a lot of people to like go a different way with their lineup build with you no know, Wilson at 4,600. Yeah, he was limited in practice, so he's gotten back-to-back limited uh, practices. So that's – I mean, that's obviously a good track for him. All right. This is what it comes down to. Who cares about quarterback, right? It's the most useless position anyway for DFS. So let's get on to a good position. Running backs. Where you guys got to have some good running back takes. At least we can have some playable guys here. Joe Mixon looks looked pretty strong. It's a good matchup. Uh, Zeke. Obviously, with the tons of passing game usage, Saquon, who just broke some monster runs, and he actually ran bad because he lost a quarter and a half in that game, and he was going to absolutely break the slate. Um, and then uh, even even like a guy like Leonard Fournette, this might be his week. Yeah, so I think Joe Mixon stands out as to be the chalk uh, running back this week at 6,100. You have – you have both Zeke and Saquon over 9K now, so I think that's going to be almost a price tag shock for some people. I still want to buy in on – like I don't I don't have like a, uh, a strong take on either one. I probably am leaning towards Zeke uh, having more ownership between those two, but I think Joe Mixon for sure is a slam dunk play. Oakland, terrible defense with Cincinnati at home, uh, 6,100. Uh, Mixon got a lot of work uh, in the pass game last week too. Um, so it's it's something where he's been uh, utilized in the pass game all year. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think I think that's good chalk this week for sure. Yeah, I, I think that Zeke's a much better play if Martin's in. Um, if Martin's out, then I think I'd have more Barkley. Um, I do also think that Zeke will be higher owned. So, because I don't think people are going to take into account the Martin injury either way, most people. So, um, from an ownership standpoint, I think Barkley has lower ownership. Um, but I do like Zeke more as of now. Um, I do love Joe Mixon. That's that's good call. Dalvin Cook, right around the same price range, too. I think he's like 6500 on DK. So, I, I do like him. Um, those would be the – the four main guys that I think are like at the top for me. And then there's definitely, you know, some pivots that I don't mind, like Chris Carson at 5,600. I don't think no one's going to go there. Um, but I think he is a good play um, against the San Francisco team. I've got, I've got a really sneaky play with sure. uh, massive touchdown upside. You're going to say Derrick Henry? James Devlin. <laughs> you're good for these like all, right. picks all the time. Hey, something that i would like to do a deep dive on is is running backs so zeke zeke got 40 uh 40 touches this past week i'd like to see like what these running backs that get like 35 plus touches the week before how they do the following week um it'll be something to for me to check out but i mean a guy a guy that's that was that heavily involved i mean taking taking 40 tackles, basically, uh, if he got tackled on every single play. I mean, that's that's a lot of wear and tear uh, on a body, you know, going into the next week. So I don't know where you guys stand on that, but uh, that's a lot of touches. I don't I don't feel like uh, a running back that gets that many touches uh, should probably be, uh, like, you know, fully effective the next week. Who are we talking about? Zeke. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I've got – I. 
I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I mean, he gets he gets a lot of volume every week. I, I know it's a lot, but so, so okay. So here here's my question here. Running back seems to be pretty like pretty obvious in in a way where like there's two high priced guys that I think everyone if they're paying up for it's one of those two guys. And then we've got like Mixon, Cook. You've got DJ. Um, in that like mid tier type range, and then you've got a few lower price options, but I think it's very like um, it's centered around those guys. Like people are gonna build their lineups with like I don't know one mid tier and one high price. Like how do we think like lineup build is gonna go? Like the chalk lineup build, would it be one high price running back, one of those two, and then one of like Mixon or Cook? Like what do you guys think? Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Like you got um, probably a high price running back, <clears throat> Mixon or Cook, and then um, I, there's nothing like low price that sticks out right now. There are a few guys that I do want to touch on that I think are good plays, but they're mainly just running only type running backs, so uh, not the best DK style running backs. But um, I think both Gus Edwards and Jordan Howard are in good spots uh, for 4,400. What about Derrick Henry? Yeah, I, I would go Derrick Henry over both of them. Henry looked like a freaking beast that he game. Um, not only – and I, I can just see, like, the Giants not wanting to tackle this dude and just being, like, the same type of, type of a game. Listen, I told you guys weeks ago that the Giants' run D was terrible after that Snacks-Harrison trade. No, no one talked about it. Nobody talked about it. And they've been getting killed. Derrick Henry is a great play. That's all Tennessee wants to do is run the ball. Yeah, and they might actually roll him out. They, I mean, it's going to be hard to not, like, make him kind of the feature back right now. Yeah. After, after last week. That is a spot, though, like where, you know, Derrick Henry does, is not involved in the pass game. So, yeah. like, if, if the Giants, you know, were to get up to – uh, a two-score lead, you know, Derrick Henry is basically kind of just shut down because any passing type of uh, uh, drive, they're going to have to, you know, get him out of there. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, what do you guys think of Gus Edwards' uh, home? You know, obviously you got Lamar Jackson going to be somewhat chalky. Kenneth Dixon now. Yeah, I don't know. Gus Edwards is still getting a lot of uh, a lot of work. Um, Said, I guess he only had 16 carries last week, but 21, 23 uh, the weeks before. It's just a lot of attempts uh, on a uh, defense that is is terrible in like their own right. So I think Baltimore can win this game easily by 10 plus points. So I think it could be just a, a total Gus Edwards in the second half here. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Yeah, I think Dixon scares me in the red zone. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I like Gus Edwards, but it, Dixon's not bad. Like He's actually a pretty good running back, I think. Um, and I do also think that Tampa Bay is going to sell out to stop the run and then just, just, just give one-on-one coverage to every wide receiver and try and force them or bait them to pass. Yeah. You almost have to. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I think that's the game plan. 
uh, for them. And it makes sense, right? They, I mean, they've been doing it already. So like they sell out to stop the run and they just, you know, put their corners and safeties in one-on-one matchups and make the QBs, you know, hit them. So I, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, it's hard for me not to really like Leonard Fournette. Oh, at that price, at seventy five hundred. I just think it's. I just think this is going to be like their one, the home game where he just has a monster game and just they just keep feeding him, and their defense absolutely annihilates the Redskins. And uh, I feel like he want he's going to want one game on the books this season. Why did his price go up to seventy five hundred? That's what I don't get. Because like, of this matchup. <sighs> But, like, this is a spot where I don't want to invest in teams that are just – they're basically go, yeah. done. You know, they're, they're – <laughs> invest. I, I don't want to gamble on teams that yes. are done for the season. And, and this, is a, this is a team that was a playoff contender last year. I just – I don't know, man. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to buy in this uh, Jacksonville situation offensively uh, just because of – I just – I think they're done. I am. I, I think when they're at home, it's different. Yeah, I don't know if I can buy Fournette. I get what you're saying, but I, and, and game script might be right up his alley. Like, they might just, you know, get the ball in, in, in plus field position, you know, three, four times in a row and just run, run, run. And, you know, he might have three touchdowns by the end of the game, but. Uh, the end of the half. Uh, maybe, yeah. It, honestly, he could but I, I just can't do it. So the Bears uh, defense dominated uh, an elite Rams offense last week. Uh, if that is to happen no. again, Jordan Howard becomes a great play versus – Hold on. This is Let, on the there's screen. an asterisk. Hold on. There's an asterisk on that. The, so the Bears dominated Jared Goff, who plays terrible in cold weather. If that game was in L.A., it would have been totally different. I Don't, don't give me – Aaron Rodgers – is a really good quarterback, and trust me, he's used to playing in cold weather. That's this not going to be this, this game weather. is not on the slate. Uh, I, 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 I believe – it is. What? Yeah, it is. This, it is? I thought yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. I thought it was only like on – Why do you think I brought up Mitchell Trubisky earlier? <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought you were talking about Rams. No, no, no. I was just talking we're about – You were talking about last Jared, year. How Jared Goff – because he said they dominated the Rams last week, the defense. So I was just talking about how, like, it, Jared Goff, he's not, like, used to throwing and playing in the cold weather. Like, he's, gotcha. he's not. That's, Aaron Rodgers. That's I, be- I believe – I believe – I for what it's worth, I believe in that, too. I don't – Yeah. Not I think that's a big deal. I really do. If that game was in L.A., I think it's a different game. I'm, I'm not he, saying the Bears – He was, he was awful. It isn't good. I think it's different. He looked terrible. Yes. All right. All right. Oh, shit. Um, Where were we? Wide receiver? We going to wide receiver now? This is definitely our worst week of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> this whole terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. I've been going in and out for like the last, you know, 30 minutes or whatever we've been doing this pod for. I mean, we we got we to gotta stop doing it so long, too. So we're going to end this one soon, very soon. Okay. Another guy that I think is going to be somewhat popular at running back is uh, Jalen Samuels. Um, he did, he did uh, dominate the timeshare with Ridley last week. He out-snapped Ridley 48-8. to 
uh, carries 11 to five. And, then- and he ran terribly bad because of Ben Roethlisberger getting hurt. Yeah. He, yeah. He was on his way. He was going to have a big game. No doubt. Like, why did they leave? Uh, that was such a weird situation. They left Roethlisberger, who looked like he was ready to come back in, to the very last second until, like, they almost had to bring him in. And he seemed fine. Like, he went back they, and took pain meds. <laughs> no, he oh, was on the sideline the whole they time. They reported that he took pain meds. And came right, out. but he was on the sideline the whole time. Looked looked like he was uh, able to come back in and then leads them to that touchdown that tied the game. And then they obviously ended up losing. So. Um, yeah, I like him, but let's talk about Saquon quickly. Where are we at on him? Because, I mean, this dude's a beast. Tough matchup. Yeah, so, like, I was on Saquon last week mainly after the Odell Beckham news. Uh, just assume, like, their, uh, his usage would be higher, that um, a lot of the offense would run through him. Uh, this week, I think at that price tag at 9400 um, Tennessee is still not a defense that I want to attack. And if Odell's back in this offense, um, I think, I think Saquon is a little bit of an easier fade for me. Yeah. I, I hate saying this. I kind of like Odell if he's back in, it's just a, it's a perfect matchup against these corners. They just, they don't track the deep ball. Well, it's, it's, you know, a double move for a 50-yard touchdown, Odell Beckham. I can just yeah. see it happening here. There's one um, problem with that. Yeah, I know Eli. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. That's why. I, that's why it's strictly tournament play. I, I, I hate myself for saying it, but it's a perfect matchup. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, all right. Tight end position. <laughs> We're just going. We're not even going to touch on the wide receiver. <laughs> Uh, over wide receiver. Yeah, we got one Juju. Okay, uh, tight end position. <laughs> um, wide receiver. Um, yeah. So I mean, you think uh, Juju going to be pretty popular this week? I mean, obviously you want to attack uh, New England in the middle of the field, but uh, it should be interesting to see what they do with the, their corners. Uh, well, he's gonna he's gonna be one on one. They're gonna double. They're gonna do what they always do. They're gonna double team Antonio Brown. And they're gonna put uh, Gilmore on uh, on Juju, so it's a tough matchup for Juju, but it's one on one coverage for Juju. Right, and so if that's the case, I mean, I, I still like Juju uh, a lot more here than Antonio Brown on the outside. Yeah, so definitely, I think I think exposure to this game is is uh, kind of necessary. I mean, in a in a slate where you just have a lot of terrible options. I think, uh, I think this, this is a spot where I don't mind even uh, New England, like James White, uh, Julian Edelman in the slot. Uh, Pittsburgh is a lot softer inside too. Um, so yeah, I mean, Edelman, James White on New England, and then I don't know, probably Juju. Like I just, I don't have a, a good feel of what I want to do with Pittsburgh yet. Um, feel a lot stronger with Jalen Sa- uh, Samuels role right now. And then you get uh, the uh, the Cleveland little narrative, jo- former teammates uh, Hayden and uh, Josh Gordon going after each other. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good one. Any uh, good any one. you like that at all? Josh Gordon. Yeah. 
I, you I mean, know, no one's going to play him. He's going to get no. Nah. Well, I don't know. Is, is no one going to play him? I mean, it, because of the matchup, be the highest known game. I think on the Edelman's going to get all all the ownership. His price is so high, though. It's it's. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're probably right. I mean, I don't I, I don't know. Maybe maybe no one's going to play him. I I mean, I love Gronk. I think. Going back he, to your boy Gronk. Yeah, he looked, a great he, looked, play. he looked he um, looked really good against, on that Kenyon Drake play at the end there. <laughs> he looked awesome. Looked healthy to me. Hey, he crushed it though. I mean, offensively, he got the job done. <laughs> Caught all eight Wait, targets. I, I don't I don't want to hear it. His fantasy game was great. Somebody called him a surfboard or something like uh, like. He, hey, he doesn't get points for tackling. Okay, it's all Twitter, that matters. Twitter was blazing up after that. That was it was it was pretty uh, hilarious. Like all the tweets on. Listen, I wasn't even mad. I'm a pass fan. Him out on the field. I'm I didn't not even get I didn't even get mad at that play. I thought it was awesome. Like that. Like <laughs> I just had to, you know, like give it up. Last week's uh, last week's slate was was awesome. I mean, plenty of overtime games. That last second play. I mean, it was it was a good it was a good week of games. It's the complete opposite of this week. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be like a bunch of like fifteen to twelve games. No, last We're week, like- last week was awesome for like till the second half of the Cowboys game. No, when Amari Cooper man, caught that third no, touchdown. No, just the fact that it went to OT. It dropped, I lost ten grand on ya. I mean, I I made money. I made made good money, but it dropped me ten grand by Zeke going into overtime. I'm sure everybody's crying about that for you. And uh, so that that game was just that game was so frustrating when they hit Aguilar for that bomb down to the so that it, you knew it was going to go to OT. And then the stupid mm. who was it? Who was it? What announcers were doing it were stupid. They're like, he's going to go for two here, and then they kick the extra point like immediately. Let's not get into announcers. There's way too many bad announcers. Oh, great! Uh, shout announcers out to shout out to Dean for that picture and the book, the book, oh, the booger booger, mobile. Uh, yeah, boogermobile. That was such a good, uh, <laughs> that was a good yeah. tweet. That that looked like I mean that legitimately looked like he was sitting in the boogermobile. That was a pretty good uh, Photoshop. Um, yeah. So wide receivers here, like I, I mean, I don't know how popular Kenny Stills will be, but like in Minnesota stacks. I think Kenny Stills makes a lot of sense. Uh, he's had a 28% target share the last three weeks there. Um, Does he lose the, squeak, lose the squeaky wheel a couple weeks ago? Mm, yeah. it's. I mean, this is a spot where I'm going to have definitely Minnesota exposure, so I know I'll be bringing it back with uh, Stills uh, quite a bit. You guys you guys are um, – if you just don't put Cousins there, just only take digs and just load up with Cook. Let's see, I'm a feeling you. guy. I'm, I'm telling you. It, it, I'm, I, I'm probably not going to play Cousins. I, I just – I do think he's not a bad play on this slate where there's really not many great plays anyways, you know. I, that's all I'm saying. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to play him, but you – just, you, just, you just jumped ship on uh, your Cousins take? No, I, 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 like, I, I don't mind – sound like a killer B the other day when I was doing oh, Yahoo show. I, when the I, Yahoo I, show – and he, I rec- I'm like, uh, Embiid is a must play. And he's like, I disagree on Embiid. And then the lineup's lock. He's got Embiid in his lineup. <laughs> there was so much value yeah. that came okay, out all right. after that show. Like, yeah. By the way, DeAndre Jordan was the play. But, I mean, oh, even yeah. though he, he sucked, uh, he's, he's he was not the play. Tonight. Anyway, uh, just had to get that in there. Um, all right, other wide receivers? <laughs> okay, so I think T.Y. Hilton's going to be the chalk, but 
I don't know if I think I'll be under own uh, for Ty this week. Uh, I mean, he's he's obviously been phenomenal the last how many weeks here. Uh, I gotta I gotta keep riding him. I yeah, can't, I can't get off now. He gets, he gets Byron Jones, uh, who's yet to give up a touchdown in his coverage. Now, I, you know, I don't know how often Byron Jones will be on him, but uh, where where they normally line up, uh, Ty will have the highest percentage versus uh, Byron Jones. So, I mean, that's that's a one big thing. Um, I don't know. I just Ty Ty can beat any of these guys. Ty is a speed guy. These guys, these corners are big, um, bruising corners. They're good, but like for. They're going to have trouble with a speed guy like T.Y. Now, the question – now, I worry about his ankle a little bit, like if he is hobbled and hurt, but he's in the dome, so I'm not really worried there. The interesting thing I heard today on the podcast was that, you know, um, they, uh, they, they used Jones on third down um, to, to cover uh, Ertz. Byron Jones mans on Ertz on third downs uh, last week. And they may – do you think they might – they were speculating that they may do that again with Ebron and nobody's talking about that. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's Ebron's like Ebron's like going to be a, a chalky tight end play. That's the good part about Indianapolis. You know where their targets are going to go with Ebron and TY, you know, I mean, um, if, if uh, Ebron does get covered by, you know, Byron Jones quite a bit, I really, really like uh, Ebron exposure. So that's the way I'm playing it right now in my head is if I'm paying up, currently I'd be uh, buying Ebron. Yeah, I don't know. For wide receiver, I, I'm looking at more cheaper wide receivers. I, I just don't want to take T.Y. when he's chalked against a Dallas defense that's pretty good. They, they got two pretty good corner corners, I'm fairly certain, even though T.Y. is – He's a speedster. You know, the ankle injury worries me a little bit. But just chalk you If he was going to be, you know, lower owned because of the tough matchup and stuff like that, I could I could see it in tournaments. But he never gets enough. I, he never gets the ownership. Like Tyler Boyd, to me, is a really good pivot. And I like, I, I like I, him a lot. I think that people aren't going to look to him. Jeff uh, Driscoll is literally – that's his favorite target. H- him and Joe Mixon, like – these two guys are the players he keys in on in the passing game, especially Boyd, though. Um, so I, I love that, you know, concentrated. You know that those same idea, you know those targets are going there, and it's against a bad Oakland team. You know, I, I love that. You know, it's not a great – you know, it's not two really good teams, but it could be two really good uh, – like a fantasy – a really good fantasy game. So, you know, I like Tyler Boyd a lot. His price at fifty seven hundred—that's just too cheap. Um, he could definitely uh, outdo that price. I think Corey Davis's price is too cheap, fifty six hundred. Um, yeah. I just worry about the, the the amount of volume he's going to get um, with them running the ball so much. It almost depends on the Giants getting out to elite. So I think if you are running Saquon Barkley. You can, you should definitely bring it back with Corey Davis. Yeah, I like that. I'll have some Corey Davis for sure, just because. What the hell? <laughs> you need, you do need this uh, game with the Giants. I think uh, taking the lead because if this is a game where Tennessee gets up on top, it could just be a total run, 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 uh, ugly, ugly game. So. Um, but I'm, I'm in on Tyler Boyd for sure. So I think we're, uh, all three of us are in on Tyler Boyd. So that's, 
like that. Um, oh, God. I don't like when all three of us are in agreement. <laughs> That's never good. Well, I mean, Boyd, Boyd really has kind of, you know, floundered uh, a bit lately. And yet, like you said, Driscoll is really, uh, you know, Driscoll hasn't thrown a lot, but he has, uh, he has like percentage-wise targeted Tyler Boyd quite a bit. So it's a spot where I feel comfortable in Boyd's role in this offense. And home against Oakland just seems like a great spot to invest uh, for sure to gamble. All right. Before we go, I got three cheap wide receivers. I want to hear. I want to hear. Uh, you uh, guys Deshaun should... Hamilton. No, 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 no. They're in the Dante fourth game. Dante Pettis. Yeah. So Dante Pettis, uh, Randall Cobb, and Muhammad Sanu. Rank those guys for me. I like them all. I like them all. Uh, Rank them. Like Randall Cobb. Um, I, listen, I called Randall Cobb touchdown last week. Literally, I had him in like ninety percent of my lineups. Um. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, Bryce, Bryce Callahan. Pretty Like Bryce Callahan's looking is out for uh, the Bears. I mean, I just Cobb, you know, it's like it's like his it's like it's just going to be now that it's back in Rogers' hands, like running this offense. Exactly. Like, that's like he trusts Bob. It's he like trusts Bob and Adams. I, I I'm with you on that one. So Pettis and who was the third? It was Sanu, Pettis, and Cobb. Rank those three. Okay, for um, me, it would be Pettis, Sanu, and then Cobb. Okay. Sanu, Pettis, Cop. Okay. So you like Sanu over Pettis? Yeah, I like all three, though. Okay. I mean, uh, Pettis. There you, there, there you go. Those are your three wide receivers. There, there, there I go. It's, that's it. So but I like Tyler Boyd. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, Pettis looks like he's for sure going to be playing. Um, the really interesting part, I think, here with uh, San Francisco is how little Goodwin played. Um, only ran uh, 14 routes last week where Pettis had 41 routes run. So that was kind of like a big usage thing that I saw, um, just how much uh, Pettis is basically wide receiver one in this offense. Um, and obviously him getting three touchdowns the last two weeks. I think ownership will definitely be high on him. Yeah, no, 100%. Something's wrong. You know, obviously something's wrong with Goodwin. That's why he's not getting snapped. So. All right, tight end. All right. For that's me, the show. Rock. Well, that's the RG. So I think Eric Ebron should be the top here at 5,900. Like, I, I don't think I'm going to want to uh, go up too much at wide receiver. So Ebron, I think, is very safe at 5,900. Um, I don't know. There's not too many spots that I like this week. Uh, last week, last week, I think there was a good seven, eight spot, uh, different tight ends that we talked about. Uh, this week, not so much. Uh, Kyle Rudolph in uh, another spot versus Miami. I'm going to want to have exposure again uh, to, to Minnesota in this spot. But outside of that, I don't, I don't see myself going to Kittle. I don't know. What do you guys got? Yeah, I got Jared Cook, um, Gronk as two of my favorites. Um, Kittle would be third for me, and then Ebron. So that's why I would rank it Gronk, Cook, Kittle, Ebron. Yeah, um, I, I mean, Ebron from a volume standpoint, but that listening to that in the podcast with using Byron Jones against him did scare me a little bit. Kittle, I feel like, is going to come crashing down to earth. It's a tough matchup. Gronk is probably – I think he's dust, but – I'm probably going to load him up because of this don't game, say that because of this game with Pitt. Um, and I also really like Vance McDonald. 
um, on the other side. So those are, I'm probably going to look to either Gronk or Vance McDonald's, to be honest with you. At least that's where my head's at right now. Um, what about Evan Ingram? No, nobody? No. Not in Davis to me. Not with ODB. The only other guy at cheap I would look. <clears throat> no, I will not look anywhere on uh, Washington. Fair. I'm, I'm, I'm going – there's only two guys I'm looking at. It's Jared Cook and it's Gronk. Yeah, Jared Cook, Jared Cook is definitely interesting. He's such a high – like he's got such a high volume share in that offense. I mean, last two weeks over 100 yards, but – if I'm paying up, I'm going to Ebron. I think Ebron's going to be chalkier than Cook, but it's just a spot where I think Ebron has so much more touchdown equity in a game that I could see uh, going off. I don't know about Oakland-Cincinnati game going off. I mean, Oakland's got to – yeah. I just, I'll take Cook outright over Ebron. That's going, that's, that's, he's going to outscore him. I'll take Sounds that. Like a and, uh, oh, I'll take that too. Well, we're going to put on it here, fellas. Uh, what do you want to put on it? I mean, we got, we got to put something on this. Couple, All couple, right, well, couple hundred? What do you, what do you well, want? I mean, it doesn't have to be money. It could be like, you know, a couple six-packs. Could be whatever. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's put, let's put a Benji a piece on it. All right. It's booked. All right. Done. I mean, I'll write it down. Hook versus uh, Ebron. All right, how are we going to? Did you hear that, DB? We're doing prop bets, <laughs> so we can we can be a sharp side uh, pod coming soon or something. Um, all right, anything else to final thoughts here? I think uh, I'm going to close it out with I think that I'm going to have my man Allen, and I'm going to run him run him with uh, Robert Foster from the preseason connection uh, against. The Lions, and that's going to be my millionaire maker winning stack. All right, I got that. What Throw do you got? JSC, I am, you want to talk about all the plays with it being. I played. am uh, I'm TBD, all right? <laughs> to be determined, people. All right, I will give my uh, take. Uh, let's see here. Jordan Howard goes for 120 in two touchdowns. That would be my GPP play, um, and the Bears just roll over Packers. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. I got right. one. I got one. Ready? Wait, I have one last Jordan play. Howard goes under 75 yards. Well, I mean, I would say the over, touchdowns. I would say the over-under on his yardage would probably be something like 60, 65. Fine. Under yeah. 58. That's not a big take there, JSU. Whatever. Jordan Howard's a bad play. That's all I want. Listen, listen Khabib, Khabib. Um, yeah. Relax, um, no, no. Are, are you? Would you? Will you play Driscoll? Would I? Will you? In, in in this in my one lineup? Yeah. Or just in general? I think you should have Driscoll Boyd, and run it back with uh, Cook, and so, ship ship yourself a nice little uh, victory. All right. So fine. So honestly, the the one thing I am looking back is going cheap at quarterback. That's that's. It's almost 100%. That's what I'm going to do. So I don't uncomfortable about yeah. where to spend the money this week outside it's, of like it's tough. one of the 9K running backs, you know? Right. I, and I feel like everyone. Uh-oh. <laughs> and that's how we're going to close this show. Without All right. This, that's, that's, see, we didn't want to give away his lineup.
<laughs> so uh, best of luck to you. I hope you take it down. Um, down JSU, come on. JSU, man. we're rooting for you, Brett. I hope Thanks, you guys. stay at the top of the Yahoo Cup. Yeah. And uh, that's about all. So uh, this is the RG DFS Tournament Takes podcast, and we'll catch you back for Week 16 next week. Thanks. Thanks. See you guys. Woo!